You are listening to a Daydreamers podcast, and I am the Daydreamer, Erin Ashley Davenport. Hello, hello, people. I'm sitting here with some amazing ladies, okay? Let me introduce them. I have attorney Candace <laughs> Williams Geis. Do you go by Williams Geis or just Geis? Just Geis. Okay, just Geis. <laughs> did you change your name or did you add on? I changed it. I did Candace Nicole Geis. I added on. I'm still Aaron Ashley Gladney Davenport, no hyphen, but I go, but I sign everything, go by Aaron Ashley Davenport. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And now I have Miss um, uh, Lakeisha Bullock, who is no stranger to the podcast. I'm sorry, pilot Lakeisha Bullock. <laughs> hey. <laughs> She's yes. bad bitches. Okay, so y'all have some icebreakers, okay? Got some icebreakers. Currently, right now. Do your panties and your bra match? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is the last white lie you told? Ooh. I can't really think of one. I know as an attorney, I should be able to... Uh, a white lie? Listen, I can't lie. Every you time work I, in a corporate setting. I do. But every time I try to lie, people know I'm lying. I just don't even try. Me too. I, I suck at it. I think I've been lately trying to be more just honest about a lot of things. So, I I can think of a white lie I told today. What you said today? (laughs) I was like, um, oh, girl, I could have sworn I emailed her. Emailed her that I knew good and damn well I did not email her whatever I did. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I thought I did. (laughs) There was some... um, discussion or meeting some something at work and um i was going i rcp to go and this is when i had made no no cool friends at work Mm -hmm. i cool with two ladies who i just happened to sit next to and uh i was talking to them but i sit next to them i was talking to them but there's another girl who who came in with us and she cool like she a cool chick you know but i'm still like i don't know so Mm -hmm. i didn't tell her i was going so when we got up to leave i said where you going and I told one of the girls I was cool with, I was like, dang, I could have sworn like I emailed her the reminder like I did. Y'all, I thought I did that. I knew I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't know about, I don't know about her yet. To be like, girl, come over here with me. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, think back, ladies. Think back. Because I know right now y'all got, y'all got it together. Okay. When was the last time, be honest. Okay. When was the last time your debit card was declined? Has it been declined before? My Mine part. definitely has been declined before. It's been before, but lately, I, I'm because I'm so. I don't like to be embarrassed. So let me tell you what I do. I grab that phone. <laughs> so much money I got in this account. Okay, I can swipe this card. Mm-hmm. You know but what? I'll never swipe it knowing that I don't have it. Yeah, that reminds me though. Okay, so mine did get declined two years ago. Y'all, I went to Longhorn. I placed it to go order. I gave the lady my card. She screamed so loud. Like, it was a, a table full of people right there at the bar. Ma'am, your card is declined. Oh, bitch. And I turned my phone around. I said, ma'am, my card, my account has over $2,000 in it right now. You is lying. You is lying. Right? So she has to go back and show everybody else. She went back and swiped it and it worked, but dang, I was I was still embarrassed. Like I felt like I had to like Ooh, prove yourself. Prove myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Okay, that do reminds me of a time when I was in flight school. I didn't have I didn't know I didn't have enough money. I didn't check my card at the time. 
And I was at the convenience store, swiped it, and the guy, he whispered to me. He was like, ma'am, you, your card declined. It was a black guy behind me. He was like, I'll take care of it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm so hungry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a whole blessing. <laughs> I, um, I needed to get an oil change. And the place I normally went, I wasn't able to get there, so I just went to Jiffy Lube. And that shit costs so it much. And I remember I swipe. I don't know. Me right. and Larry might have been beefing or something. <laughs> and and for we weren't really talking or something. Something was going on with us. There was a rift. But I um he met me up there and I swiped my card and um that thing declined. And so he just pulled out his card and he was like, "What you would have done if I?" And I was like, "I don't know. I want to figure something. I don't know what it was." But <laughs> and my my first card. In college, I burnt the engine up by not getting oil changes. So now I was like, I just got to get it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. I already got the service and everything. Okay. So when was the last time you thanked the Lord? I thanked the Lord this morning. Right before I got here. Yep. What you thank him for? I thank the Lord for my little baby that's baking. I just wake up so excited every morning. Like, oh my God, I'm really having a baby. So I'll be thanking him for that first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then just... Trying, I'm really trying to cultivate like an attitude of gratitude because I notice myself complaining so much and it's like small stuff like, why she pull over in front of me? She had to pull over in front of me, right? Why she keep emailing me? I'm gonna get it to her when I get it to her. It's like, look, sis, all you're doing is complaining, it is what it is, Mm -hmm. and so just trying to cultivate that. So I'm trying to like carve out time just to say thank you to God in general. What about you, Keisha? What, what, What did you thank him for? Just everything being here. Getting up, still having a job. My baby, I just found out he has eczema. Okay. So, you know, just actually getting it confirmed that it's eczema and now trying to go do something about it. You know, it's like, okay, you know what, God, thank you. I'm not going to complain about the situation. I'm going to just do it, you know, now that I know. I thank the Lord every day. Every every day I get up, literally the first thing in the morning, I do that. Normally, normally when I say first thing in the morning, I mean when my alarm goes off. But I usually get up mm-hmm. like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, go to the bathroom. And then when I come out of my bathroom, I think it's just because of what it is that I'm looking at. When I come out of my bathroom, I'm walking into my bedroom that I have with my husband. I see him laying in the bed, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, Lord, thank you for this. Thank you for this bed. Thank you for this bathroom I just had. Mm, yeah. Thank you for, you know, like I get in bed and I cut up with him. I do that every day, um, and I go running in the morning. I just thank him for everything. In my last episode, I was talking about how, um, like, your mobility. Mobility is a gift mm-hmm. from the Lord. Yeah. Because there's so many people that are ill or sick or depressed, like I have been some months ago, and it's like you don't even you don't have the will or due to, or due to circumstances, you can't move and do stuff. So mm-hmm. just that type of thing. But on a on a real note, on an errand note. <laughs> I thank the Lord when my Sprint bill was extended. And they ain't shut that bitch off. Okay. <laughs> but that's a blessing. <laughs> right? This was, this was before, before I started Woo. working. And I don't know how 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 we let that Sprint bill go. Because Larry be paying all the bills. <laughs> but that thing. Like and every time my debit card goes through. Every single time it goes through. I be like, oh, thank you. Yeah, my heart beats Every fast time. for some reason when I swipe my card, especially for like a big Me purchase. Too. Even when I know the money is yeah. in there. So I just be like, okay, thank you, Lord. Girl. Every <laughs> time. Every time. And FYI, the noise you hear in the background is my baby. 
He's three months. He's a pit bull, and he's going to town on his squeaky toy. <laughs> um. So how do you tell someone their breast stinks? Oh my gosh, it's so funny that you're mentioning this because somebody we work with. My breath don't stink, do it. Your breath don't stink, girl. You good. I haven't smelled his breath personally, mm-hmm. but he loves to long have long extended conversations. Always, the, always, 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 always that person. And my coworker will ping me like through IM and just be like, "Oh my god, I'm over here dying. His breath smells <laughs> terrible." And we have not figured out a way to tell him. So. Well. I think I think you would feel more comfortable with somebody that you cool with rather than That's true. somebody you don't know. I just offer mint. And that, that don't mean that everybody offer mint to your breath stink. But if I offer you something, just take it and just be grateful for it. Yeah, when somebody offer me gum, I immediately be like, my breath stink? Yeah, I do that. I just be honest, just straightforward. Did something wrong with my breath? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking. But I'll take it though. Your most recent embarrassment, y'all. God. Mm. Ugh. Girl, you, you. I know when I was working at the bank, when I was living in Shreveport, I was a teller. And I was doing my own hair. I was twisting up my own locks, girl. And let me tell you, I, I mean, I I was the shit, okay? I was just the shit. (laughs) I was, I had got back down to a decent way. I was key to my pencil skirts. I had these locks. They weren't even as long as they are now. But I was the shit, right? And especially with a fresh twist. Bitch, you can't tell me nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I'm sitting in my teller chair, cute, primping, whatever, counting my money. And my girl next to me was like, Erin. She's like, what's that? What what is this? And like, the way she was looking at my head, at the back of my head, I was like, what? What? I just took my clips out that morning on the way to work. And I thought I got them all out. Girl, I still had a clip up in there. Tell me, I had been prancing around that bank. Like all day, and I still had some clips in the back of my head, it. girl. I just slid out of my teller chair and hit the flow <laughs> and took them clips out. <laughs> I thought she was killing it. I was. I know. Um, oh, me and my boyfriend. I think we're both stubborn. And so when I'm upset, I shut down. Like I get quiet and I just walk, go off to myself. And so one day he was sitting in the living room, and I got these big old flops. I he bought me when I was pregnant. And so I'm walking, walking, walking. This ain't no, I trip over like this. And I, I looked over there. I couldn't even catch myself falling because I'm looking at him to see if he's looking at me. And he still mad. Mm. <laughs> 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 I couldn't even, I couldn't even be mad no more because it was funny at the time. I was like, I know you ain't talking. He said, well, you tripping. <laughs> ah, literally. <laughs> Usher or genuine? Is neither an option? No. Mm. Mm. I, sure I just one. learned some stuff about her. I go with Genuine. I seen him in concert recently. He still mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. Still I got guess it. I would be forced to say Genuine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Immature or B2K? B2K. B2K. Come on now. Come on now. That, this is not really? even a question, really. Yeah, yeah, really, really. I don't even remember any of the music me, Immature made. Me neither. But they were still popular. Now, now, Marcus Houston, if you would have put him at something, then Okay, yeah. Marcus Houston and Amarion. Oh, oh, she's gonna go with Marcus Houston. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Marcus Houston. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Houston on that one. But I would. Oh, Marion was a little childish to me. I, even, it, it wasn't even Marion. It was the other one that. Well, we talking about. I had to bring okay. down the lead singer. Yeah. Right. Which one are you talking about, though, Keisha? The second best looking one. Uh, Thank you. He actually might be the first. You talking about uh, no. uh, J Bug? No. 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 Wait, are you? Yeah, because yeah, Ram's yeah, yeah. was right. Yeah, yeah. J Bug.
Fizz now. Lil Fizz now. I like Lil Fizz now, too. I think it's that little gold tooth or whatever. I think because he got that hair. And the hair. The hair, yeah. And that ponytail. Really? Yeah. And seeing the way that he fathers. Girl, I love I thought that was so sweet. Girl, I love me a man to take care of his kids. Dude, I'm still J Boo. I'll be like, <laughs> now I can have Fizz and Raspy. Girl, Raspy is not even. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I just remember being in elementary school and going crazy behind Immature. But I also used to go crazy behind B2K. But B2K was younger than me. They might have been like a year or two younger than me. But still. It was right yeah. in my alley. What's your daily mantra? My daily mantra is take the bitch out of your voice and off your face. Ooh, that's a good one. That's I need a to apply that to my you. life. Yeah. <laughs> she said that's a good one for you. <laughs> I think that's what happened, you know. <laughs> she can give you a look like, take the bitch out of my face right now. <laughs> that is good. Okay, so I'm just trying to apply this uh, mantra since like two days ago. Okay. Which is like, it is what it is. Okay. Just because I realized that like so many situations, I'm like mm. making these huge mountains and then... A few days later, it doesn't even matter. Like, why did I stress myself out over it? Mm. So, as it relates to work, relationships, anything that gets me stressed out is just like, you know what? It is what it is. And just mm-hmm. let the moment pass. I just be like, don't have nothing to do with me. Now, that I've been saying, that ain't my business. I do <laughs> gotta get like that because I do take on Especially, other people's problems. I definitely the, do. When the day, to, everything, I take it in. When it comes to being a bonus mom, I be like... That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm a part of it on the outskirts, but okay. Yeah. What? That's what she said. Dang. <laughs> That's what, what, baby? You okay, baby? I hear what you're saying. I see what she's saying. You hungry? <laughs> Not too oh, hungry. <laughs> you gotta I'm like, yo. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, but the, that that. I guess the I attitude does come I'm here for from. The ride. I'm here for the ride when it comes to that. In, in certain cases, I'm still just saying in regards to being a bonus. I think mom, that I think that okay. alleviates a lot of stress though, because sometimes well, with being a bonus mom, you can um, like overextend yourself or insert yourself into uh-huh. situations, and then that, that you really don't have any a dog okay. in a fight, and it's like stressing you out. But it's between really these two people who have had this history for years. So exactly. okay. I feel you on that. Okay, Keisha, real quick. <laughs> Um, I, I think I'm still working on mine okay. because I'm still like processing everything I'm going through and what's mm-hmm. been happening. And lately, I just, when I get overwhelmed or feel like I want to complain or say something, I just breathe in and just be like, it's okay. And then I just, you know, try to practice patience. Like, like mm-hmm. you say, you know, it don't have nothing to do with me mm-hmm. at the moment because now mm-hmm. I have something else to focus on. So I can't take on everything mm-hmm. like I used to anymore. And I think that's a struggle for me. <laughs> but I don't think right now, like I said, I'm still working on whatever my mantra going to be. But I notice I do say it's okay a lot mm-hmm. and keep going. Mm-hmm. Khadija, Sinclair, Maxine, or Regine? I love me some living singles. Y'all couldn't tell. I had living single on when y'all came in. Oof. Uh, it's a tight. Uh, oh my god. All of them really are tight. Okay. Khadija. I'm gonna go between Khadija and Maxine for me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Khadija and Maxine. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Because the race. The I'm not her. And another she was too ditzy. There's parts of me that's that's like Sinclair, but Sinclair. It, 
and Regine. There's a little sex in part. That girl had it. I mean, her person, excuse me, her personal life, love life, she ain't have it together. But, and even her, well, now I won't say her career because she, I, she flowed between her career. Mm -hmm. She found her own thing. But as far as like her attire and yes, and that's what I would say. I have it. I have like come with her. She had that together. I'm not together like her as far as <laughs> but I'm I'm 75% not ashy. I always have on some form of lip gloss or lipstick, and I always got some earrings. So that's that's about it. Yeah. But yeah. But I, uh, as far as those four, Maxine, and I'm gonna have to split it with Khadijah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those, yeah. Those, those, chicks, those chicks. Okay. So y'all, let me let me get let me get to this. So as I was. I was writing, and um, like I said, I was. I, um, if you listen to the last podcast, I told you why there was like a six month hiatus. Um, it's because I had some life changing events, and I didn't know how to cope with it. So I, I just with, went within myself. I became depressed and all this and that, and I kind of worked through it on my own. But I was doing a lot of writing, and that's kind of where this this came from because I didn't have no intentions of doing a podcast but that's where this came from and so I was just trying to see about like I was just kept saying well, you gotta get your shit together Aaron. you just gotta get your shit together but then I was like what, what the fuck is my shit though like what what am I trying to do or whatever and I was as I was writing this and it turned into bullet points and it turned into thoughts and it turned into different breakdowns and things like that like I was just thinking about like who around me who do I know who do I not know who do I see their shit together and like like you two ladies popped up y'all y'all came together it's, it's just stuff about y'all when i see y'all that girl got her shit together like for real wow oh that's that. really sweet <laughs> thank you <laughs> i really i really think that and like i had a um a colleague of mine um after her and i like got cool enough to start talking to each other she was like you know Aaron, when i first saw you I was like, oh, she got her shit together. And I was like, oh, world, girl, thank you, you know. But I was thinking in my head, like, why? Like, what about yeah. me? I, has, I was selling insurance for a little while. And this, mm -hmm. this girl came from there. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out, like, why did you think I had my shit together? All I did was come in here in a floppy hat and some heels and sat down in the front. Like, that's all I did. And she was just like, I don't know, I guess it was just the way, like, you know, you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking in my head, I was clues as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. I'm myself. Let me get on the front row because I tend to get in trouble when I'm sitting on the yeah. back row. I need to pay attention or whatever. But that's and so that's that's something else though. But it's like well, honestly, that's having your together because you already knew exactly what goes wrong. So you're right. like, I need to get up front and be this person right here next to the speaker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get Take together. Notes yeah. or whatever. Probably was on time. Oh, uh, because well, I was trying to work. See, so, exactly. And she probably was thinking in her head, oh, I'm late. And I, I was trying to no work, book. girl. So, yeah, I was there on time, early. Exactly. Sat in the front row. <laughs> Morning, hello. <laughs> and sat down, pointing at everybody in the room. Didn't know nobody. See, you had it together. You hello? knew exactly why you was there. <laughs> I'm Aaron. And sat down. Um. So, I, I thought of you guys. Like, Candace, you... To me, when I look at you, even back then, y'all let me give me some history. Candace uh -oh. and I went to college together. And so we had some classes together and just kind of kept in touch with each other socially. Um, but yeah, like, but you always seem kind of like a doer. 
just like even now. That's a great compliment. Even now, <laughs> even now just just looking at you, you know, you do like you have um, your nonprofit organization, More Than Pretty campaign. Um, you're an attorney. You work for a major corporation. Are they worldwide or just national? No, they're an international company. Okay, so an international company. That's awesome. You, you know, you're married. Bitch, your wedding was featured in Essence. It was. Essence. And you know what? She did. She did say she was a bonus mom. She got that shit from me. Oh. <laughs> um, but like, what? yeah, you. You were the ULM Women's Symposium. Rising Star, you received mm-hmm. that award. You making babies? Woo! I mean, <laughs> at least one. <laughs> but as I'm saying, like to me, you know, you 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 do you do stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't just sit back and like I, I just think that's so awesome. And like I have enough sense to know that there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. Like, like it's not like it just comes together like that. Right. But yeah. I mean, like. You do something with your more than pretty campaign like that is for STEM campus for young girls mm-hmm. that want to work with STEM. Yep, so that's what I'm saying. Like that shit is awesome. Like you do stuff, and then like Keisha. Let me give y'all some history with that. Keisha was on my very first episode, you guys. But um, Keisha is um from a small town. I don't know if you know any black women from small towns that are pilots that graduated <laughs> with honors. Yeah, from uh, a university, you know. Um, and I mean, you helped the Monroe Regional Airport get a good inspection grade two times, two times. So, I mean, like, you're just really good at making connections. You're good at using your resources. And like, you, you think about what you do. You take a step back. It doesn't matter, like, if you're holding a random conversation with me. Or, like, if it's a presentation, like, you just kind of sit back and you think about what you're about to do, you plan, and then you move forward. And so, I'm just like, I gotta be like, huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just, like I said, like, y'all just kind of, you kind of got your shit together. And Keisha, like, you knew what you wanted to do. Candace, you're an attorney. You knew what you wanted to do. And I got another girlfriend, my friend Sharice. She, I say she has her shit together. I look at her because... Her grandmother was was 105, I believe, and she passed away this winter. Um, and Sharice is like 37. Um, and like I said, her grandmother was like, I'm gonna say 105. <laughs> it could be like 100. 100. It's a hundred. She yeah. right. say that, but like, <laughs> but like that's. And I know everybody who loses their grandmother, it takes a toll on me. It does. But like my friend, I just I watched my friend. I, she came to my house. The day it happened, and we sat here and we talked and we cried and all that stuff together because I feel your pain. But like, I just see her and I see how it just hurts her. But that girl is married and she has two big kids, and like, she still kept her family going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. when stuff like that happens, people just be wanting to, it's so easy to just crumble. Yeah, and like, my girl, she kept, you know, she was, and I'm not saying her husband wasn't there for her to support her but like he worked on the railroad and stuff like that like he's gone a lot and um he was still there to support her but you know she's trying to be there for her mom and her sisters who was her grandmother's caretakers and stuff and her auntie she still got kids that still need to be fed you still gotta look at homework like life still goes on and then you're trying mm-hmm. to keep it together for your babies and stuff Right. And they know that great grandmother. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I look at her and I'm just like, out of all that shit that was going on, I'm not saying she wasn't hurting, but like, she kept her family, like, she kept 
the house up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Girl, I couldn't do shit when my grandma passed away. I just had Larry at the time. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you still going, processing, all that stuff. So, I'm like, that girl has got her shit together. So, like, to y'all, like, when y'all look around, it could be a woman that y'all don't know. A woman that you do know. But, like, who is somebody that you, like, she has her shit together? Definitely for me, um, Savitra Wilson. And I don't know if you've heard of her, but if you haven't, you will. Okay. She um, is a serial entrepreneur. Um, She's committed to maintaining her businesses in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Um, She raised, I think, over a million dollars in capital for her company uh, throughout 2018. And was one of the only women to raise that amount of money. And she's really big on giving back and sharing information. Mm -hmm. So she's bomb.com. And then at a more practical level, definitely my mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't say my mom, but she the is way definitely she, I'm just I'm The way she juggles life and is just so resilient. And the way that she knows how to handle situations just like Girl, I with bad. precision. My mom about to get me. It's <laughs> crazy. Like, I was <laughs> yeah, it's like so much I can learn from her. crazy mm-hmm. that you said that. Your yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. That's who I was going to go. My mom might seem like she don't, but the way she handle her problems and when stuff come at her, mm-hmm. it's like I, I melt, and she mm-hmm. just get up and go and go and go and go. And I, I don't know, like she, uh, I know all growing up, she always wanted to start a business, mm-hmm. and she did. It was challenging at first, and when I mean challenging, she had a bunch, like a lot of problems with the building, mm-hmm. getting funded and all that stuff. I would have just been like, you know what? That's too much. Yeah. yeah. She went in there with a smile every day. Oh, I'll get this done. I'll get this done. It'll get done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Yeah. How can you be that person when I feel like everything is falling mm-hmm. around you? And it's been a year in March, and she's almost to her capacity of kids, and she's still going strong. She employs family members. She helps well, out the good. family. So yeah, so, back and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So she's someone, she don't know this, and if she do hear this, I do look up to you. <laughs> That's so sweet. Now, my mama does listen to mine at some point. I'm going to okay. listen to it. She's going to be telling all her friends. Uh, so <laughs> let me ask you this. What what is your definition of having your shit together? Like I shared um, earlier, I was saying how yesterday I ran out the house. I didn't have on any lipstick or lip gloss, and I had on one earring. Now that is not Erin Davenport, okay? I could be ashy walking around with two different color flip flops. Ain't took a bath. But them lips will be painted. Mm-hmm. And them earrings will be big and sitting up in my ear. When I realized I didn't have an earring on when I got to work, I was like, dang, girl, you gotta get your shit together. You need to get up early, have your stuff laid out, blah, blah, blah. That's what but, I you know, like, on another note, on a serious note, well, that could still be serious. Yeah. Um, Like, what is your definition of having your shit together? Like, I think it also has to deal with where you are in your life. Yeah, definitely. I, mm-hmm. I, Go ahead. Either one. I was going to say, take your responsibility for your life, for yourself. Yeah, I think having your ish together is really relative, and it really depends on who you want to be and what what you feel like your purpose or your calling is for your life, right? Mm -hmm. So for some people, they might be just coming out the house looking good, and they feel like that's it for them. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, (laughs) as I have entered into my 30s, what that means has changed. I think, like, straight out of college, it was like, have to make six figures 
have to own a house, have to have a husband, have to be this place, blah, blah, blah. Whereas it's like now to me having my ish together is having mental peace, maintaining a steady game plan, um, focusing on finishing the stuff that I start and feeling confident and feeling good about myself. Um, At first, I think I was looking more so at what I thought other people would consider to be me having my stuff together. And now it's like, what things are really making me feel whole and complete within mm-hmm. myself? So, mm-hmm. All right, you just said a lot. Because what you just uh, talked about, having yours together, to me, yeah, waking up... No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> I really don't. But I do, I'm trying I to stop. I say something every blue moon, but no, I don't. But um, to me, waking up on time, like waking up has been my biggest challenge because I got to wake up with the baby and my boyfriend and we fighting again in one restroom and then trying to get to work. I say 10 o'clock, it'll be 10, 15, 10, 30. And I just get that. I'm like, God, I need to get my life together. Mm-hmm. It's just all over the place. And I think I don't take in the, I, I think I look at how everybody, every time I talk about the baby. Everybody I was saying, you know, oh, girl, it's women did it before you. You know, mm-hmm. they did it with, with jobs, without jobs. They didn't did this, this. So, I think it's I take... a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you, I think I take all that in. I'm like, well, maybe I'm, I am I should be at work on time, man. Maybe I should be doing this. Maybe mm-hmm. I should be doing that. And that's why, that's why with what you just said, how it changed, because I'm about to be 30 next month. And I feel like my life is not together. And the cra- but the crazy thing is, I feel like most women who have their ish together feel like their ish is not together. Just Girl, because of oh ultimately being such a go-getter. And I'm always yeah. a little terrified of women who brag about having their ish together or feel like they are like on top. Because it's like, girl, this your climax? Like, this is what you consider to be it? I think people who are always, like, hustling and trying to grow and trying to do more are going to constantly feel like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. And, you know, you don't feel like you have arrived. You feel like you're still climbing. Climbing like and going for what you Trying to get want. there. Right. So, I feel like that's normal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why it's so important as women for us to point out other people and be like, yes, girl, you got it together. Yes, yes. Like, you need um, that's why like I comment on some of the stuff you do because like I'll be looking back and I'm like look at Candace over there talking to kids at school (laughs) 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 look at Candace over there taking autumn photo shoots (laughs) (laughs) she cute (laughs) look at Candace over there you know but like (laughs) let me tell this girl that like she look cute today or like Mm -hmm. that's dope so I just be like that's dope (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming and be like that's dope that's dope that's cute like and I really do that and like one reason why I did start doing that because the great Cardi B posted a video like a year or two ago (laughs) and y'all probably remember this but she was just like something like don't be like I don't like that bitch. Like, try and get next to that bitch. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, She's very yeah, like, prolific. Yeah. You know, I like, just <laughs> don't be a hating chick in a sense. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember and I don't have it pulled up. But, like, yeah. you know, don't be a hating chick. Just be like a. Trying to, yeah. Get yeah. next to her. See what she doing, that type of thing. And so that's one reason why I'd be like, let me tell Candace, like, whatever she doing is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's tiny. That's tight. That's so old. Yeah. I'm just dating myself. And I'm yeah. like, and then, like, sometimes when I see. Um, you post stuff, I'd be like, let me get over here and get the writing. 
or get to thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like even when I talk to you, Keisha, I envy you because in a sense, you know what you're gonna be doing. Your focus is aviation. I'm a creative, I have no idea what the hell I wanna do. I just know what I like and hopefully I can find something that I can do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So mm -hmm. I envy that or whatever. But I look at you and be like, damn, you know, I need, I need to get some shit mapped out. But, but as I was thinking about y'all, I was like, well, I don't know what people say about me. My only guess is that people would, would probably be like, I will have my stuff together because I have fun jobs. Like, you only see me having fun. Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... My husband and I will festival. We don't go to as nearly as many festivals as I would like to go to, or I'm sure he would. But with festival, I have a husband. He kind of cute. He drive a cute car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I throw that in there because I had a girlfriend who used to be like, every time we would talk about a guy or a girl, somebody trying to talk to me, she would be like, what kind of car he drive? Yeah. So, that's why, <laughs> so that's, why you, that's why I bring that up. But I don't really care about cars. But... You know, he take care of his child. You know, he takes care of me. And I feel like you mastered the whole... You took on a lot early. Like, even in college, you were, like, doing the bonus mom thing. So, I felt like you were way more mature than all of us. Girl. And just seeing, like, the whole journey of y'all having this, like, love and relationship from uh -huh. college that actually turned into y'all getting married. married. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Like, y'all got y'all shit together. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we gonna talk about perceptions and reality, okay, when it comes to that. But uh, let me write that down. <laughs> Relationship, because baby, I, I, I can't, I don't really know what people would think about me about having my shit together, whatever. Well, I know but from I just, my perspective, I feel like, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you yeah. Um, the fact, like we were talking about earlier, the fact that, you know, we all went to school, we went to school for mass communication and you followed through with that exactly. and have been consistently following that dream from the point that we graduated to me, made me be like, oh, she got it together. Uh -huh. Whereas like with me, post-graduation, it was less struggle to find anything that was a job that was creative and gave me enough money to like be able to eat so yeah, let me tell you about this creative lifestyle <laughs> let me tell you about this creative lifestyle in monroe louisiana you girl it is definitely a struggle i tell my husband all the time i'd be like i wish i was smart and i mean smart like math science smart <laughs> math science like attorney like you math science like uh aviation like i just wish i was like that because I but feel, you I gotta think job. about it. Like what you just said is probably for us. I can't do what you do. Like I can't really get on the rip. Like you have the personality for what you do. I feel like I couldn't do that. I don't think it's about being smart. I think it's where you fit in at. And working your niche, exact, really. Exactly. And, and the, thing, and the, the niche. Thing, yeah, and the thing I'm finding is like creating your own lane is what's gonna get you there. So like yeah. for me, I was never able to find a job that completely fit what I wanted to do yeah. and provided me money. Right. So then it was like, okay, fine. I'm going to be a lawyer because I feel like I can make an impact in the world. People respect lawyers. It's going to be able to open many doors, give me some great critical thinking skills. However, it's also going to pay the bills and allow me to be able to do the things that I love doing, which include creating and writing yeah. and making videos and stuff like that mm -hmm. without being exactly. worried about bread and butter. So it's like, and then it's like, oh, you can't find anybody who lets you do it the way you want to do it. Fine. I will do it on my own, make my own brand, create my own lane. So sometimes I think it just comes down to making that leap. Yeah. 
and figuring out what's gonna pay the bills while you do what you, what love, you, you do what you love. And you know what? That's what I had to. Um, I came to the conclusion after I got dumped by my nine to five that like I'm just gonna do whatever I whatever whatever office job, whether it be staple pulling or whatever, so I can just kind of take care of the house. You know, will help take care of the house because Larry been holding it down. Yeah, <laughs> girl, I got my first paycheck for my temp job the other day. I was like, "What you need, boy?" <laughs> You want some cereal? Let me fill your tank up, bruh. <laughs> but just like work work a job so I could just pay these bills and do whatever. And then like I can still have my creative stuff on the side. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to this. <clears throat> there were three times in my life that I was like, oh, I got my shit together. And you could not tell me nothing. My senior year in high school, because it's my senior year in high school, I had mm-hmm. just broke up with my boyfriend who was older than me. I was having a good time. I was going to leave. I was working at a daycare. I made above minimum wage. I was balling. I was always mm-hmm. in Target and Old Navy. Second time was when I graduated college. And uh, because I had graduated college, because that's the ultimate goal. In my yeah. family, it was like, this is what you do, and there's no other options. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had graduated college. I was working a job in my field, which, which you were talking about, mm-hmm. Candace. I was a videographer and um, editor, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't know I didn't know a lot of people who graduated from college working in their field. Right. And I was making at the time I was making decent money for what I was doing. So I was like, hell yeah, got me some pocket change. I had a cute little car, and I had a boyfriend who was Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and then like my graduation gift was my furniture. Oh wow! My, my mom, so my mom gave me. Ashley's furniture as my college graduation gift. So I thought I was the shit. Like, you couldn't tell me yeah. nothing. And then the third time I just knew my shit was together was when I got married. Because my wedding was beautiful. The wedding was, was bomb. <laughs> Thank you. The dress, the makeup, the, the hair. The makeup. I'm like, oh who's this girl? Aaron. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but yeah, like I have, you know, my this guy I had been with for for the longest. Like my family was finally complete. He yes. wasn't just like it's like my kid. I mean, you know, uh, he was my son now. Yeah. And, you know, we about to start a little house, a family, and house, and blah blah blah. So those are the three times I just knew my shit was together. My life was together. I mean, at some time afterwards, I realized it wasn't. <laughs> or you know life happens but like when was a time when you just knew it was together like not coming together but like right now my life is the shit I'm the shit Ooh, child. right after I graduated college I would say you were popular and when you graduated then, college uh, right when I started flight school you were popping you did I that. was like you know what yeah like the women's symposium had acknowledged you you had did that inspection with the airport y'all what did y'all get an A or a B we had two discrepancies we went okay like what did you get two. it's no grading it's just oh. just the amount of <laughs> <laughs> what I'm just you? like yo don't don't talk about the negative okay <laughs> you're right basically it was okay. a, a A minus you were going to flight school you and your bae had got you and your boo got right. back together we did we did and uh, you got a name. I put your name on the bar's menu. She got a drink named after her. Oh, yeah. At the yeah. airport bar. <laughs> at the airport bar in Monroe. So, yeah, like, you were popping. Yeah, that to me at a time. I felt like that moment was the time I had my life together. And right when I uh, I applied to be a flight attendant the first year, 
I went. I went. So how many time. countries have you been to? Forty six. Oh my <laughs> god! Why did I become a flight <laughs> a pilot? <laughs> but right, like the first year I applied to be a flight attendant, I was there on time, meaning I was late. So mm-hmm. I got turned around and told me I couldn't do it. So I kind of gave up on it. And, but the next year came around, the same place, same thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get there like two, three hours early. Get there early. Out of 300 people, they picked 15. I was one of the 15. And right after training, my first trip to Ireland, I remember getting to Ireland, laying in the bed like, I'm the sh- right now. I'm in Ireland. Yeah. I'm like 21 at the time, 2021. So wow. I'm young and from Winsboro, Louisiana, yeah. a small town in Ireland. So... I felt like that moment and the years to follow after that. Yeah. Um, I felt like my life was together. Yeah. I I consider myself a time of free spirit. Yeah. I think all I of did. my all of my times of thinking that I was really on revolved around okay, number one, when I actually got accepted into law school. Oh, See, most definitely. Because yeah. right. baby, I played in undergrad. Like I was just like, first of all, <laughs> I just need to graduate, get a bomb internship, and I'm gonna get a job. Right. So like when I decided that I wanted to be the next Michelle Obama and change the world, I was like, but wait, this GPA though. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You just That's said crazy something. Candace, I thought you had your shit together in college. I thought that GPA would have been popping. Not to the extent that, like, for law school, it's competitive. Like, you need about a three five, three seven normally, you know, to secure a spot. And so, with me for um, undergrad, I graduated in three years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had some bomb internships. Five for me. If I would have made it, to, if I would have did the fall versus the summer, it would have been. Five but, years, but bitch, I did that. But I'm always like, why did I rush? It was a good time anyway. So, but yeah, then I had the I had great internships, like the internship in DC working for Congress, and um, some other stuff. But ultimately, like my GPA could have been a lot better had I actually focused on <laughs> studying. So going through the master's program and actually applying to law school and getting in, I'm like, baby, I am the. Yeah. Then those grades came back. I was in top ten percent. I had right. my internships at the top law firms, and I got accepted to go study abroad for the summer. Yeah, I know you were all at the Olympics, weren't you? Yes, yeah, I was. was like, look, I was like two thousand. No, where yet? Where at? I'm at England. Where, oh, I was based in England, but every weekend we flew out, so we went to Barcelona, Bitch. Amsterdam, Paris. Like, so me, cheap, let me right? tell you, so cheap. <laughs> I'm all, I don't even know if I physically because I don't. Cause I, I don't think like we were pictures. Yeah, but I like them mentally. But I was like, look at Candace, like man, look at Candace. Like, I live my best like, life. Just look at this bitch. She's like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> like, like I said, I don't know if I physically tapped that like button, but I was right. like, like. Like, to this day, that is, like, a highlight of my life. It changed my complete view of... Perspective of... Yes. And that's why I always... I encourage everybody to travel. Please And travel. it's so frustrating, like, if when I meet somebody who is, like, let's say, from Monroe and has literally not been out of, outside of Louisiana, I feel like you have just limited... You, a the ton of exactly. perspective that you get from going to other places, like how you think about personal space, how you think about success, how you think about everything changes based on what country you're in it and really the culture does. of those people. Girl, so okay. it's we crazy. went out of the country one time. That was last time I went to the Dominican Girl. Republic. I went out there and I saw all the men walking around in speedos. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Now this is nothing in comparison to I mean I'm, yeah. whatever y'all are probably say saying. But Barcelona, no, they didn't have no time. They did. My, even, and my, my law school friend was like, <laughs> act like you didn't seen titties before. Stop staring. I was like, oh, I saying, like, 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 everywhere. Those titties married men for the first. They was like, I was like, look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Are they? Are those titties over there? Larry is not going to. He's wear not going to wear the speed. Wear American men do not do that. He's I don't care how tra- well traveled they are. It's just I a, said American. It's the way <laughs> without some speedos, or somebody else without some speedos, y'all ask me. Larry, let me tell you, Larry wear them swim trunks. I'm sure y'all might have saw the pictures because I posted them not <laughs> But he wear them short swim trunks. I feel like those are back in. I yeah. like that. I like yeah, that. I like that. I yeah, like thighs I like legs. Those. Just like how men like thighs, legs, and breasts, I do too. I want to see all of it. <laughs> all of it. So I want him as, I was like, baby, get you some Speedos and stuff. I feel like if it's another trip, I'll be able to talk him into it. But anyway, go ahead. Go if ahead. you talk I'm, him into that, I want to know. Yeah. Because I tried to get my husband to wear one of them cute mm-hmm. little rompers, man rompers that men be wearing. And he's I like, think that's who used to wear it? He was like, I'm not wearing it. He was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, my boyfriend in Rumpus, it's not gonna work. I just feel like I had this conversation in the barbershop because I was arguing with my barber and some other dudes up in there about them speedos. Because my barber knew I was going out going Mm -hmm. out, you know, whatever. But we were talking about that and he was like, nah, nah. I know him, you know Brandon Welch. Oh yeah, yeah. uh huh. We went to high school together. Yeah, so like I was like, yeah, speedos. He's like, nah, I ain't finna wear it. Some other dudes in the barbershop like, nah, I ain't finna wear no speedos. By the end of it, majority them, majority of them were like. Oh yeah, you know, I guess I could. I was like, yeah, you would probably do that. I said, if you think about it, you are. If it's a, uh, if you're insecure, you are nowhere near the people you know. You nowhere near Monroe. You nowhere near Louisiana. Yeah. You are out the country. You don't know anybody. Are we in a whole different country? Right. It's an ocean between us. Right. You out there with your significant other. This is a baby mm-hmm. vacation. A vacation. And you, like the person you, I love my husband's body. So, I want to see that shit. Just like you want to see mine. <laughs> With all the belly and everything. Like, come on now. Let me see it. Now, like I said, some of them are like, you know what? I do it. And I was like, yeah. I mean, all these European men are out there. Old men. Out there in Speedo. With belly. Yeah. All yeah. that. Yeah. I don't care. Come on, bro. But girl, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I got a taste of that. I was like, man, you know, I need to get the hell out of... It's like, once you do it, it is so liberating and liberating, and you're gonna want to do it over and over and over again. Trust that's me, why, like, honestly, I'll I say do. this I know I don't, I think it was one of the questions, but I had withdrawals from that, like being able to be mm-hmm. on the go. Like a friend to call me, hey, let's go to this country. You know, I'm jumping on the plane, like, oh, okay, let's go, girl, that's. Girl, now it's like yeah, to this day I'm like I need to go to flight attendant school. It's competitive to get in though. That ain't easy. Like people talk about that like that's easy. It's not. It's not. It's honestly I'll tell you this. It's about who you know. I'm glad I know a pilot just in case. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Seven, I actually got a couple of people on that. Perception and reality. Yes. Earlier I did a whole list of shit, a whole bunch of bullet points on y'all chicks. Mm-hmm. Recognize awards, career, all this stuff. But the reality of it, honestly. Like, Kimish, you were saying that um, I had been, you know, been with Larry. College, I'm, I I guess people think I'm killing the bonus mom thing. Mature, because you're dealing with somebody, baby right? mom. <laughs> the reality is, I love my husband, but I should not have dated him for as long as I did. 
<laughs> I mean, honestly. And like, yeah, I got engaged when I turned 30 mm-hmm. in the middle of a festival. You know, all eyes on us. Four mm-hmm. margaritas in. Now, the key to my heart is some tequila yes. and some mimosas. Okay? Yes. So, you know, like oh, eating sauce and queso with friends. <laughs> Frolicking, brawless at a festival in a sundress. Come on, baby. I had a good old time. Right. Got a nice ring. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is, I was like, what are we doing? Is this happening or not? I've been with you for this long. And this is a story story that uh, I've told several times to people. Like, I always say, don't ever date nobody for that damn long. But, like, this is something that that, that people don't realize. Like, oh, Erin got her shit together. You know, she be winning, blah, blah, blah. Girl, if you only knew. So I'm not saying that it's all struggles and it's been all bad, but it's like you don't know. You don't need to look through windows because you yeah. have no idea. And then also people want what they think you have. Once you're looking through windows, but it's like you have no idea. Um, Keisha, uh, out of all your accomplishments, we, we've added motherhood. Okay? Motherhood right. too. You've heard her talk about her baby throughout the show. But baby Christian wasn't here when, during the first episode when Keisha was on. <laughs> and baby Christian was or wasn't here at graduation but he popped he up he wasn't he wasn't at graduation he either. popped he up, popped up valentine's day oh. <laughs> and so i know one of the things that we've talked about and we've had real conversations about that from the outside the perception is keisha didn't graduated keisha didn't got back with the guy she was dating in high school they loved it. they back together they mm-hmm. lived together cool. you got your pilot's license and now y'all got a baby that girl got her shit together but the reality is of it is that we only dated a short amount of time when I was 19 years old Mm -hmm. and after that short amount of time we was just friends nothing more Mm -hmm. I mean I think I wanted more but because I was on traveling unlike you the relationship kept going for me it stopped right after that we didn't pick it back up until I graduated well he say November I don't know I say after I graduated we picked it back up and I think we moved super fast yeah. because of the the time that we didn't have together so when we did get back together we had a baby now we're living together and we're now at this present moment learning each other mm-hmm. and then on the other with the baby your job at the airport i mean you have an important job at the airport so that's what i'm saying like people look at you on paper and I'm not saying you haven't accomplished, any, you know, I'm not saying your accomplishments are nothing and it's just all a facade. Like, it's real, but it's like, it's a story behind having your shit together. And in actuality, do you even think you have your shit together? No. Honestly, I, like I was just telling Candace earlier, off the record, whatever, I feel like I'm stuck. Because I'm so used to, in college or just anything, I've always, when I didn't get one scholarship, I knew another one's coming. So I it wouldn't I wouldn't trip on not getting that one. Or when anytime I went after something, it always something always worked itself out. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. in flight school, I was trying to debate which school to go to and I was nervous, like, oh if I go to this, this it but worked itself out. Yeah, school. it worked itself out. I was like, huh, let's go. Now that I got a baby out of and I, it right <laughs> that was not playing. Like I, said, not. <laughs> I like Keisha because she playing. And I like everybody. And that was that was the first and he said that about me. He said you calculated everything. I said that to you too when you, you finally told me because she hid it from me for I months, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
Gotcha. But yeah, I said that, Tessa, how you plan out everything in your life except this? Me, girl, I'm still on Nova Ring. <laughs> <laughs> got, got the husband, the Three house, years everything. right here and never. <laughs> and now the dog still on birth control. Stay on birth control until you're ready for it. And honestly, you'd never be ready mm-hmm. when it comes to a baby. Yeah. You think you are, but there's so much more to it than just, you know, what we tell you. Mm-hmm. How did your, um, how did you deal with, like, your perception at this point? Because I know, and I have to apologize to this. You may not even remember. But I know I did say this to you. And um, I said, so all of that was for nothing? Do you remember you that? Did. And I'm, I'm really sorry. Because it came out, it came out oh, so I- bad. And it, that's not how I meant for it to be. But it's just like, well, what the fuck, girl? You but all, I'm going to be honest. You're not the... A lot of people don't know that they said it. Even though if they probably didn't verbally said well, I, the I looks. The, yeah. A lot, no, you're not the first person. A lot of people... Like, even my uncle. One of my uncles that don't barely say anything to me for the first time. <laughs> he said something to me. He was like, you pregnant? Because it's like, like out of all the people, I was like, yeah, you were the yeah one I, was I am pregnant. Mm-hmm. I am. And I think that reality hit me when I stopped flying. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one day after I found out the gender of the baby, it was a boy. I didn't jump. Like, oh, I got a boy. I looked. I was like, all right. And everybody left, and it was just me and my boyfriend. And I just started crying because, first of all, I had to be back at school at 4 in the morning. I'm in Monroe. School's in Dallas. I'm pregnant. I'm tired. I just found out it was a boy, which really had nothing to do with the moment at the time. I think he think it did, but it wasn't the fact that it was a boy. I was going to be happy to do it. It was just like, you know what, God? I'm about to have a baby, and I got to put everything I've done up to this moment on the back burner. For a change, but so I felt like because flying is not—it's something that's gonna take you take me away from my child, and I always had this method of doing stuff to make it work out. And I thought after the baby, you know, continue that method, everything would work out, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was just like no, 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 double yeah. no. This this is not gonna work out, and so I ended up going back to the airport, but which I didn't want to do, but I end up doing it. And now I feel like I'm just there. When people be like, "Oh, girl, you do have your stuff together," do you be like, "No, I don't." I do. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm. When it comes to that, I'm straightforward. I tell you to. Nope, I don't have my stuff together, girl. I'm right now at this moment. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. One thing about you, Candice, I look at. You're in your field. You know, you're doing. Like you say, you. You looked at it like this right here is gonna. <laughs> pay for the bills and all that so you planned that part out Mm -hmm. this me being a pilot was that for me that was my bread trying to make sure my if i did have a child he go to the best schools or get a good education making sure you got the life insurance all types Mm -hmm. of stuff you know that's the stuff i had planned out unfortunately it didn't work out that way so now i'm sitting here like what am i going to do and how am i going to get there Mm-hmm. You know, can I still fly? Um, what can I do if I don't fly? What are the other alternatives? Unfortunately, I'm still stuck. My boyfriend, on the other hand, he's he's doing it. You know, he 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 lives in the reality. He looked at the profession situation. is different. I'm not putting none down. Don't don't, put I'm, don't even do it. No, I'm not putting down 
his profession. Oh. Your your boyfriend is a barber. Yeah. I need to be in the barber chair right now. I'm not putting <laughs> him down at all. And they make good But your money. professions are your professions are, are different. Yeah. And so I mean he maybe can live in the reality because his reality is, is a little different. Once again, I'm not putting down what he's doing. Oh, Candace, indeed. like the same question. Like he should not he should not have a, a different relationship. Like y'all, like I said, Candace is my classmate and uh Keisha and I have, I have a more deeper friendship. So I don't know your story, but I have enough sense to know that, you know, it ain't all just your fabulous Instagram feed. Right. And your blogs and yeah. all that. You know, I have enough sense. So I'm just saying, like, you're real. When people come to you, like I just did earlier, and I was like, girl, to me, like, I look at you, feel like you got your shit together. Like, what is your reality, and what do you say to that? For me, I still don't feel like I have it all together. Mm-hmm. For instance, where I want to be as it relates to my career as an attorney is not where I am. I handle, from the outside, it's like you make more money than an attorney would make at the DA's office or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all these other places because I work for a Fortune 500 company. Bitch, you better throw that out. But I'm... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm like, yes, in my head. Well, technically, okay. I temp for a Fortune 500 <laughs> <laughs> I work for the city. But on uh, the other hand, it's like, my ultimate goal was to, you know specifically be in-house counsel for a company and I'm not doing that. I'm working um, in an area of procurement, right? So I handle about $31 million worth of contracts every, you know, yearly um, in the IT and procurement space. And it is a legal function. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, it's like, am I really an attorney? Because Mm -hmm. this is not... trying to be like, I almost said Matlock. Matlock probably won't make no money. I mean, I would would rather be Well, I think I would still want to be with the Fortune 500 company, but I would want my title to literally say attorney. And right now my title is senior procurement um, analyst, right? Okay. So it's a legal function, but I don't have the title. You want the business card? Yes. But the thing is realizing that that's ego because Uh at the end of the day, you are operating as an attorney. Which is why I said the business card. Right. It's not to talk shit. It's just like it's the yeah, like right attorney right so i struggle with that a lot because it's like oh you know post-graduation what is the perception gonna be but then having conversations with my classmate they're like and how much do you make and i tell them and they like girl bye first of all you only work from nine to five you get to work from home two days a week meanwhile the rest of us are out here busting our butts with like four or five six jobs to equate to what you're making wait work from home two <laughs> days out of a week I mean, no, girl, I, I'm trying to be, honey. When I, was, when I was on my spring break, I took a spring break from November up until like two weeks ago, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I told my husband, I was like, I mean, I, I want to work, but you know what? I like being able to have my own schedule. And because I was doing some freelance marketing, things like that. Like, I like doing mm-hmm. working from, from the coffee house and. You know, like, I love all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was losing weight and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh, I love that. Yeah. So, learning to be thankful for where I am is the point. Like, True that. Like, too worried mm-hmm. about perception and ego and not worried about, like, wait, you're still handling this amount of contracts. You're still getting this amount of exposure. You're yeah. understanding things at this level mm-hmm. um, and being thankful for that. The other thing is I married a coach, and with that comes a lot of sacrifice, especially... 
uh, an ambitious college level coach, right? So mm-hmm. my husband's ultimate goal is to continue to elevate, move up to a, um, you know, a top five program, mm-hmm. you know, be a big time coach. That requires moving. That requires... Because y'all were in Georgia something. Yeah, we were at UGA first. And then we came um, to University of Louisiana Monroe. And now we're here. Yeah. And he's having a good run here. That's good. But the bottom line is we could be here for four, five, six years forever, or we could be here. You you just never know what exactly. that feels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the biggest things that I have struggled with is how do I balance my own ambitions with, with what his he wanted ambitions? To do. And the bottom line is that at the end of the day, um, when I was looking, well, not really looking, but in my mind as a part of my list was like, whoever I marry has to be ambitious. They have to have their own dreams. They have to have their own things that they want to accomplish. Did you know what you were really wishing for? And that's the thing because it's like I love, I love, love, love that he is ambitious. I love that he has a game plan. I love that he knows where he sees himself in five, ten mm-hmm. years. But part of that partnership is okay. How do you fit into that? And then how do how do I find my balance, balance. as far as what I want to achieve? Because oh, I'm wow. not gonna not do what I want to do. Right. Right, and so it's okay. having a lot of hard conversations, and I, I think the biggest thing that we have as a plus for our relationship is that we are able to be completely open and honest about how we feel. You yeah. know, so mm-hmm. I have been able to be like, "Well, when you marry me, you knew I was a lawyer and I wanted to do this," and he has been able to say, "And when you marry me, you knew I was a coach and I wanted to do this." Right. Okay, so now what are you going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> we got to find a common ground. Yeah, like, and figuring on. out okay. how do you find a common ground for that. So that's been um, interesting. The other thing is a lot of days when um, I get that email about my student loans, I'll just be like, what? What was I thinking? What was we thinking? Why did I go back to school? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you're making this good money, but they want Ooh, all the money you're making. They want it back. They want it back. They're nervous of them lending me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. More house. Asking for that shit back. The, what? More house. But like, I need somebody to go back. <laughs> Girl, I got my stuff now to work because oh. when, I, when I did my stuff for my student loans this past year, I had it to where um, I don't have to pay anything back because... Last year when I did my stuff, um, I was low income. Yeah. So I don't have to pay anything back this year. Now, so now that's probably going to kill me on the back end, but right now, your girl just... Listen. I'm trying to get my life, listen by trying blessing. Get my life together. It's, like, it's, like, it's, no, like it's no happy medium for it because it's like, yeah, I could get my student loans repaid in 10 years if I took a public service job, but then I will likely be making thirty five to 40000 which there's nothing wrong with making that, but at the end of the day... If you have the earning potential to make way more than that, and someone right. is telling you that th- you're gonna have to take less, it's just kind of like make you itch. Like, I don't know if I wanna do that, you know? See, right now, I would bite at that. You're gonna pay for how you're gonna pay the whole have thing. You looked into Dave Ramsey? We have been, um, we actually did do Dave Ramsey financial oh, okay. piece, and we've been doing That's like the, the, uh, the debt snowball thing, mm-hmm. which has been very good as far as paying off, you know. Outstanding personal debt mm-hmm. and things like that, but it's like when you talking about like a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loans, like where do you even start? Things. You just put, just put it you on just pay on that little bit, little, yeah. little bit by little bit, and just yeah. let it be what it is. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, coming out of undergrad, I had absolutely no student loan debt, so that's well, all I have is undergrad. So yeah, so that's why I'm always like, girl. So like, <laughs> when people come to you and be like, girl, you just gotta go and got it going on like you blogging and you getting products into you and you taking trips and you attorney and you got your non like all this stuff and they'd be like you got it 
together. Like, so what do you say to that? I take it in because I need to hear that to stay the course. Because I feel like sometimes I look, you can look at something at such a micro level yeah. that you can lose sight. Like, I remember looking I at, like, know. a student loan bill and just crying. Like, why did I even go to law school? Why did I make the decision? this decision? I'm crazy. This was stupid. Yeah. And then, like, having the reminder that, wait, no, it's not. Like, you're putting yourself in a position to create an empire to be able to do this to yeah. make a situation where your children don't have to go through that same thing yeah. so like it refocuses me to hear that because it's a reminder I think because I am such a doer I forget what I have done like even with you saying like you did this you did that I'm like dang I, I did you it I don't think about that I, I, I never give myself a chance to pause to think about like what I have done it's like what's next what's next I understand how you're saying because when you messaged me about my bonus mothers group and you were like, I like what you're doing with the group and you gave me your feedback on it, that made me feel so good because I was just like, oh, I know people want something like this. Yeah. <laughs> how come ain't nobody saying nothing? I feel like I'm just talking to myself or, you know, and uh, that really, that really helped. Yeah, because I know I'm like that. It's like I don't want to stir the pot anymore with that situation than it is. And you don't know who knows each other. So it's like I don't want to be open and transparent about my situation among people that I think that I don't know, but I think we are a collective group. And then they'd be like, that's my cousin. Right. Wait a minute. I was just a little bit about me. Right. I thought this was open. I still appreciate that. But side note. The award you got for the Women's Symposium, the uh -huh. Rising Star uh -huh. Award for ULM Women's Symposium. I need you to tell my accomplished friend that she needs to apply for that. What's funny is when I was talking to her about my notes that turned into this, this episode, mm -hmm. and I was telling her, I was like, I would love for her to be on it because, because of you know right. your overall picture, Keisha. Keisha was like, oh, that girl that won that award, Candace. She should be on it. I had already contacted. <laughs> I had already contacted you, and then during homecoming, homecoming in October, I had said I told Candace I was like, you know, I had just finished yeah. the one prior uh, before life happened, and I was like, girl, I want you on it. You know, I don't know what, but I just want you on it, whatever. But I had already reached out to you, and you had already said you would. I, I don't even know if you said you would do it yet. But anyway, I already reached out to you and talked to you about it. But I had you in mind for this. Yeah. As I'm writing, I'm thinking about who would uh -huh. have good feedback or be on it. Because she was like, yeah, that girl Candace. now she has her life together. She should do it. <laughs> and then Keisha going to say, I thought about applying for that, but I'm not doing anything right now. So I didn't do it. That is that and I my reaction? Cuss her out. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I'm, that's what I'm, saying. I'm so used to doing stuff like, okay, I can do this, do this. And then it's like, I'm just, I got stuck. But you know what? You, Do you see me over here about putting out? Because it's so many people like that. Yeah. But what you just talked about as far as um, taking it in when people said it, because people still do say certain things. And I think because of the way I come off, um, I'll say negative. Not negative, just not seeing myself. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Yeah, not mm -hmm. seeing myself like I used to see myself. I think people just stop saying it like, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that yeah. to her because she's not even thrilled that or happy that yeah. you know what I'm so I think everything you just said is where I'm trying to be it's or, definitely a work in progress it is because I know I used to like I forgot who told me like just learn how to take a compliment because it's like no matter what people would say it's like mm -hmm. 
Somebody could be like, oh, you look good. I love your outfit. Like, girl, you should have saw me yesterday. I was trash. Me? Like, oh, I do that. <laughs> I do that. Girl, like, oh, you sure? Look, at, oh, look, you. at the I women's guess. symposium, when several people complimented me on what I had on. Yeah. I, I had like, a bright coral uh -huh. jacket, a black tank top, a tank top, a black pencil skirt, a leopard print scarf, and leopard print shoes. Mm hmm I got several compliments. And I said, I told you and I think Miss Green like what it really was because I felt comfortable to say that. But I got several compliments. And I was just like, these people have no idea. I got, I gained weight, okay? And I couldn't fit the coral pants that went with that jacket. Mm. I lost the jacket that went to my black pencil skirt. I'm all for color blocking, so I was like, bitch, let's make this work. <laughs> I found a black tank top. I didn't want to wear, I was looking at the shoes I had, like I don't really have a lot of heels, but I want to go to this thing because coming, helping, helping me come out of my depression, what I did to help come out of my depression was, I was like, I need to get out there and network, yeah. just be around network people and, yeah. and stuff like that, so I was like, I need to be at this event just to be around people that mm -hmm. are doing stuff or want to do stuff or whatever, so let me get put together because my next boss may be in here, and I was like, well, I got to pull it together, I got a leopard scarf, got a leopard shoes, and I roll with it, my shit was not together that day. At all, and I was like, people kept being like, "Girl, that looks. I love this jacket." I'm just like, "Girl, I got this on my JCPenney credit card that needs to be paid right now." That I can't, but <laughs> we do I'm that not though, working. Yeah. And like we I said, I think told, about everything behind it instead of just like you like, say, taking well, it in. I think part of that is that women, and I like went on a rant about this the other day because I thought about my childhood, but like. Women and girls are like taught to be so humble that when they get older, yes. it's like accepting a compliment. It's like, well, I don't want people to think I'm more than what I am. Yes. And then when you're always known as like the girl who thinks she better than everybody, yeah. you want to be like, no, I'm not. I'm just as regular and basic as y'all. Yeah. I can talk ghetto too. Yeah. <laughs> girl, you crazy. That's real. Kids, you ain't never had that. Business. No, that's like oh, the story okay. of my life. And okay. then over definitely, <laughs> okay. I think in college was like a big thing because my we were talking about that the other day. How like I would just adopt people because it's like I tried so hard for people not to think, oh, Did she you? thinks she's better. So it's like Me? I would go out of my way. Oh, my so God. now I'm to the point where it's like, girl, be a good person, mm -hmm. but don't feel like you have to prove it. So it's so funny, like when. For instance, uh, like last week at work, this girl was like, you stay with your nails done. Like you stay on point, blah, blah, blah. And I said, girl, these are press-ons. I said, I don't have no money for no nails, no standing five dollars for no nails. She was like, oh my God, like you always seem like you got your stuff together. I would have never thought you wore press-ons. you know, her thing was your nails being done. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, these are press-ons. I said, I got the glue in my bag in case one pop off. And she died <laughs> laughing like, Candace, people do not know you this down to earth. And I'm like, that is judgment on y'all's part. Like, exactly. nothing about me is saying that I think I'm better or that I'm... Yes. That's your whole judgment or perception. Even, I'm like, girl, <laughs> y'all don't even realize y'all waking me up <laughs> on this one because I'm the same way. But I think in general, the thing is this, that people um, it's not project... Crazy. Their, their own insecurities about own. themselves onto you and exactly. so like for instance it used to really bother me that when i would first meet a girl they just look me up and down don't have nothing to say then like months later you're so cool when i first met you i ain't like you and it's just like why so it started making me feel like okay i have to be overly nice more right. down to earth yeah. use more slang dress this way blah 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 to fit in with these girls right and then it's like then as you get me in college <laughs> right? yes and then as you get more mature it's like no, no, that's your that's not my problem. That's your own stuff. Yes, yes, so. yes, yes. Y'all are two ladies that I look at. I have enough sense to know that there are areas that y'all need to work on. I may not right. know what it is, and mm -hmm. we're all human, right? But it says y'all got some stuff going on, and I'm trying to be next to y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you are, when you're lost and you're stuck, like, what is something that, like, y'all do or what do y'all say to, to, to keep it moving or to keep, keep the positivity? I know I say all the time, I have faith. Like, you know, be in the moment, but don't live there. Yeah. I have faith in the Lord to know there's another side of it. This is just something I'm going through right now. So that's kind of what keeps me going. But, like, you get stuck stuck on social media stuck at looking at other people and like comparing yourself and sizing yourself up like when you find yourself in those ruts like what do y'all do to get out of that and to get back on whatever your quote-unquote shit is Ooh, i like talking about this kind of stuff <laughs> okay first of all i'm a strong proponent of therapy the first time i had to go to therapy everybody was acting like i was so weird and so crazy like just I pray. Need to go. I haven't been yet. Girl, just pray your way through it. Or like, you're stronger than this. Sometimes and it's that like, is your relief. That's what... Absolutely. And I feel like therapy... So crazy. Therapy <laughs> is not just for people who are suffering from serious mental illnesses. It's also for people who just need an unbiased listening ear to hear you out. Um, I, I think a lot of people don't realize that the way we think and the way we process is through talking, Right. So sometimes when you talk it through something, you be like, oh, it just hit me. And it's because you're thinking and the talking is helping you to process what your next move should be. So sometimes just talking through it helps. So I'm a strong proponent of therapy. I do whenever I feel like it. I feel like people should have a standing date with the therapist at least once <laughs> a month for maintenance. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is like I was telling Keisha, I had to really curate my experience for social media. Like, you don't have to see everything that comes on your social media feed. I haven't even put my baby on again. Yeah, and it's so easy to um, get overwhelmed by the noise of social media mm. that you have to be smart about, like, who am I following? What mm -hmm. am I following? Mm -hmm. So, I had to be like, okay, I only want to follow these type of women. These are the type right. of women I want at the top of my feed. This is the type of encouragement I need mm -hmm. at the top of my feed. And so, curating what I'm seeing because your eyes are like a tunnel to like mm -hmm. your mind, your thoughts, your spirit. Um, so I'm big on that. And then also big on resetting like vacations and like just quiet time. Yeah. Um, taking a personal day if you need to, to just like yeah. have your moment to like be like, okay, today I cried out tomorrow. I'm back, I'm on, back it. on it. Right. It's so helpful. Yeah. And then also, um, I think also maintaining faith. So, um, and spirituality is not just all about like praying and being spiritual in that manner, but also like meditation um, really helped me the last time I was going through like a rut of feeling. Girl, you saw me do a five second meditation before we started. Yes, yes like, you did. You meditation, <laughs> yoga, um, and reading really too. So I don't have time to read. I do audible. I plug, yeah, Girl, audible I plug is like in. I plug in. I plug in. Yeah. And yeah, if I like what I'm hearing, I'll go back and buy the book yeah. so, yeah. so I can write notes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Keisha, same question. Like, um, when you're unmotivated or when you feel stuck or when you feel like you're just not on your shit, like, what, what do you do or what keeps you going? Oh, that's a good question because I think I'm in that transitioning stage right now because I'm about to be 30 next month. I, love I just 30. had a life-changing thing happen. I just had a baby. So getting remotivated and being unstuck is I'm I think I'm still looking. Yeah. Yeah. I because feel like you still are I'm in still, the, the process. I'm really I'm, yeah. still in the process. So Exploring listening to you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
to Candace and listen to you, you know, how you say you was depressed recently and how you actually helped yourself get out of it versus she said she went to a therapist. I recently spoke with my doctor and... I will say this though, I do recognize I need to go. I just haven't. I was gone just about a girl, it's so crazy. A girl walked up to me and I was buying some children clothes. And I know her, but I didn't know her. And when she said, uh, she was like, How's the baby? How's all this going? And like I tell you all the time, I'm just very honest about yeah. my situation. I don't try to sugarcoat it or dress it up. It's like, it's going, girl, but I'm this, this, and this. And she's like, You know I'm a therapist, right? I was like, Really? She's like, Yeah. Are you I have help. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, postpartum depression, anything like that, that's what I do. That's what I'm licensed to do. And I looked at it as a sign from God because that very day, I had just finished crying about something. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And I was like, man, I'm calling you. And she said, anytime, because I understand you probably get the general answers. You know, girl, everybody been through this. Yes. You're not the first person. And I was like, yes. And then I shut down. It's like, I don't know who to talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. So... Because you don't want to hear that when you're going to You really don't. Like, you really don't want to keep hearing. And and that's why I say certain things, I think I've overshared some of my information. And now I'm learning that. So I'm pulling back and, you know, mm-hmm. being very careful about what I share mm-hmm. with people. And, you know, and trying to... to handle what you say. No. Mm-hmm. And then they... And some people, you know, I want, I say judge you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you know. And even when you overcome whatever you've been through they still know yeah everything that you've been through yeah so i was like you know what god let me pull back i've been talking too much about my problems and let me find somebody like you said that unbiased opinion that mm-hmm. unbi- that look at you not for everything you judging you i guess mm-hmm. it really helps because i feel like with uh, what you get first of all everybody's situation is different mm-hmm. so it's easy for people to be like oh girl that's not hard well what were your ambitions before you had children what have you done prior to right. that? That's Who are you exactly. as a person? So, like, if, if your ultimate goal or what you thought was, like, your big thing was get married and have kids or have kids. That was never my thing. Then, boom, you're, you know, that's you're going to have a different type of outlook than somebody who was on a track for their life and then Thank you. randomly right. had this thing right. <laughs> happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, because it's like, girl, I don't. Candace, you don't know, girl. You just put everything in perspective. For me, how how when I get lost and I keep the faith and all that stuff, like I have real conversations with the Lord, um, I, like real conversations yeah. to the point to where like I get mad at Him, and I'll, I'll be cussing like, God damn it, Jesus. We had this conversation yesterday. I asked you not to not to let me say the first thing come out of my mouth. And you let that happen. What's up? Like, I have conversations like that with him. And, like, other times I have real humble conversations where I'm just outside in the middle, in my my front yard, just crying after I ran two miles. (laughs) Just out here just with it. Thank you for this win, Jesus. Like, that's how I am. But I have real conversations with him. And then, like, I realize at every stage of my life I've asked him for something and he's delivered. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it at the time. But... Then I think back, he's delivered on everything that I genuinely asked and that came from my heart. So yeah. now that's what I do. I just be like, Jesus, I don't even know what is going on right now, but I know something needs to shake and I don't know what just leave me. Just tell me. Just I have those type of conversations with him. Also, I talk to my friends. I started going to networking events, even if I have nothing to network mm-hmm. about. Like I start going because you have to you have to change your surroundings. Like I couldn't when I was depressed, I was in the house all the time, but mm-hmm. 
you know, I would tune into social media, but like you can, it was certain things. Yeah. I looked at what you posted, you know. Keisha, I would talk to you on occasions. My friend Amelia, I talked about her before. She's a community activist. Mm-hmm. That girl just be, she just be. She kills She it. just she talk. Is. She really like, she talk strong. Yeah. It could be about what she ate today. She just talks strong. And I just, <laughs> I, just like, I just like that. And so I, I would seek that type of stuff out. That's kind of how, when I feel like I need to get my shit together or it ain't together, that, that's what I, um, I go to. So, like, I don't want to keep y'all any longer. I mean, y'all can, y'all can chill all day. But um, any, any last words, thoughts, anything like that before y'all dip out? Where can people find you? Read your blog, see your accomplishments, see where you flying at, you know? Did you have fun? Did you like the Rotel I made for y'all? The Rotel oh, yeah. was bomb. It was okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, I had two different good. types of uh, Velveeta cheese in there. I'm glad you liked it. Oh. And the purple Doritos. This oh. is top notch. All the way. All Even the, the way. fancy glasses. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a wedding gift, girl. Nice. Nice. Let's put them to use. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm Candice Geis. You can find me on all things social media at Candice Geis. Um, my website is CandiceGeis.com. And I'm the founder of the More Than Pretty campaign, which is all about encouraging young women to go into areas of STEM, government, and corporate leadership. If you want to be a part of the movement, you can follow that at More Than Pretty on IG. More Than Pretty campaign on IG. Okay. And you also contribute on what website? XO Nicole. XO Nicole. Contributing writer for XO Nicole. Okay. Miss Bullock, where can people find you? Keep in contact with wow. you. I don't even know how to follow up behind it. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Miss> Bullock. <laughs> you can find me on social media. <laughs> I can't even get it out. <laughs> I'm saying, Erin, not making it no better. I she like laughing from her good. <laughs> Cause it's it's real. I'm sitting over here like, oh lord. <laughs> I gotta sound like I know uh, so. I'm Keisha. You can <laughs> you can find me at at the airport with my notebook. Exactly in my boots <laughs> on the airfield. Shoot, keep seriously it though, that's where you can find me. <laughs> no, I'm Lakeisha Bullock. Um, you can find me on social media at Lakeisha Bullock. <laughs> that's it. Okay, all right, people. So, yeah, so thanks for tuning in and listening, people. Um, follow us on all of the socials because we're there. And uh, share, write, and comment. And until next time, I'll see you guys later. Bye, Bye. guys.